brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. This week on the return of Keeping It Real with Film Gordon, I ain't really got a program. The entertainment world as we know it is in tatters. Charles Kirkland is going to join me for our first show in three months. We are Zooming the big show. Keeping It Real with Film Gordon. Let's go. Experience life through the eyes of a true film addict. Keeping It Real with Film Gordon. Shane put down this wonderful track for our show, and uh, well, you know, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, man. So let's just kick it off by saying, as I said at the top, it's the first show in three months. We uh, let our last studio show was episode four hundred one. We did a four hundred one overtime. So in case you go to Blog Talk or uh, any of the other streaming services, including DC Radio, and see what the show was. We actually had Winston Duke on as a guest for show 401, and we had Tressa Smallwood on in overtime for 401. Um, I will come to mute, bring the music down because I was getting in my militant mode watching the James Baldwin documentary, I Am Not Your Negro, directed by Raul Peck, uh, which is based on the 1979 unfinished manuscript that James Baldwin was working on called Remember This House, which told the story of his relationship with three men whose names started with an M, Medgar Evers, Malcolm X, and the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King. So um, I just thought it was fitting after such a week of upheaval and change that we would take a look back to see what that movement looked like as we are currently living in this one. 
Charles, talk to me about your experiences since the uh, reveal of the video of the late George Floyd and all the monumental change that has occurred since that time to this. Well, you know, the, the really strange thing was that it, that was Memorial Day weekend and um, I was busy working and I come home and first thing I saw was Central Park Karen. And I was like, oh, are you kidding me? That's crazy, right? <laughs> then the next thing they showed me was George Floyd's video. And I was floored. I, I said, this, this, is not, this is not real. And uh, they assured me it was real. And so, uh, you know, uh, it's just been a, uh, especially in the church, there's been a lot of people who are just outraged that this can go on. I've had people tell me, oh, now I understand what Black Lives Matter is about. I understand where white privilege comes from because we had a guy that killed some people in Connecticut and got in a, a car, drove all the way down to Hagerstown, Maryland, and was arrested, not killed, but arrested. He murdered people in Connecticut and came and got arrested, of course, you know. So uh, the, 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 it's been a a really interesting couple of weeks of dealing with this issue. Uh, you talked about I am not your Negro. Um, Kevin Sampson uh, gave a list of 25 films that uh, to uh, Jason Fraley for WTOP about uh, what the black experience is and, and things that can lead us to discussion about where, uh, how we can come together on what, it is to be a black man in, or a black person in the United States of America. Uh, I Am Not Your Negro, Negro, I think was like eight on the list. Uh, and with Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing being number one. But um, a lot of great movies on that list. And uh, I, I suggest if you get a chance to check it out. Well, it's interesting because this morning before we did this call, I was on another call invited by a member of the Washington, D.C. Area Film Critics Association who works at the Voice of America, Penelope. And she wanted to talk about, she had me put together a list of films and I picked six. And of course, I had to do the right thing on my list. I had nothing but a man because she wanted to talk about social justice and the experience of being black in America. From 1964, I thought that movie was amazing. I Am Not Your Negro made my list. Uh, the Black Panthers, the Vanguard of the Revolution from 2015 made my list as well. And of course, uh, you know, two films, or oh, actually one film I talked about Do the Right Thing already, or I mentioned that one. But the other one was Fruitvale Station. That was a film that talked about the, the, the killing of Oscar Grant out in Oakland. Uh, which was Ryan Coogler's feature film. So I'm trying to remember, um, and I don't have to remember because I have the list right here. I don't know why I'm trying to do all of this by memory. Oh, The Hate You Give was the other film of the six oh, okay. that I picked. Okay. Um, and then some of the other ones that I had that were honorable mention were a couple from Ava DuVernay, Selma and the 13th, uh, the Dr. King uh, yeah. documentary about the last years of his life, King in the Wilderness, If Beale Street Could Talk. LA 92, the Central Park Five, and Let the Fire Burn, uh, the story of the uh, mayor of Philadelphia authorizing the bombing of the move homes, which burnt down an entire block in Philadelphia in 1985. So, you know, as a rule, I spent a lot of time, man, having conversations with my, my inner circle 
about the dynamics, the political dynamics, the social and cultural dynamics. But that's not for here, man. When we hear, keeping it real about that entertainment, man. So thank you, though, for, for checking in uh, and letting me know kind of what you've been seeing. So here we go, man. Um, we're in June. <laughs> we missed all of March, all of April, all of May. Um, as a rule, this would be the time that we would be in the middle of the summer movie season, which this year is not happening. And when it does come back, will look vastly different than how it looks right now. After 90 days away, Charles, um, and, and having read everything you've read about AMC potentially going under, we've lost the Uptown Theater here in D.C. Movies have been pushed back a year, six months. Uh, we have no vaccine. Uh, Warner Brothers is, is, it, is hell-bent on releasing Christopher Nolan's film Tenet in theaters, as well as uh, they're trying to, DC is trying to release Wonder Woman 1984 in the theaters. Um, I personally had a conversation with uh, some folks at Allied who explained to me that, you know, studios have been floating plans that, you know, if the theater holds, you know, 300 people, they will let 30 critics in for a screening. Uh, each critic will have to sit 12 seats apart. You'll probably watch a movie, The Mask On. <laughs> Give me some feedback, man, on, on how our world has changed uh, as it relates to the screening situation. And, and I'm not even going to speculate or ask you rhetorically when we can get back to movies because nobody knows. When can we get back and, and, and watch films again? But your thoughts. Well, first of all, I think um, when... Christopher Nolan's movie comes into the theaters, I will be one of the 30 people sitting in the theater to watch it. I, I'm, I'm of the impression that, yes, I've done a lot of streaming. I've watched a lot of things on my television, on my computer. But there's, there's still something that's different about being in a movie theater and seeing a movie live. Um, I know I'm in the minority, I, my, and my wife is thinks I'm crazy for saying that. And, and wow. I know someone sitting across from me is thinking the same thing. You are. But um, yeah, I don't. Uh, you know, it's all kind of, it's all arbitrary. You know, you, you twelve seats, ten seats, two seats. So there's going to be some social. I don't think I need to really worry about it because I'm going to be in the minority of people who are actually going to go to see a movie in a movie theater. They, when they say thirty, I'm I'm thinking maybe fifteen or less. Yeah, it, it may even be like when we went to see uh, uh, Emma, where you and I were the only people in the theater. Um, it, it's going to be sparse for quite some time. I don't know. I, I don't know why Nolan is hell bent on putting this out in the theaters, not uh, going, uh, saving it for another time, or you know, putting it on video. But um, if he's going to do it, I'll go see it. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that for Wonder Woman, but I am saying that about Christopher Nolan's movie. So, well, I think a part of, of, of the film experience is not just necessarily going to the movie, man, but it is the interaction with your colleagues. It's sitting next to people. It's feeling people's energy or their sorrow or, or uh, their joy if they see something they really like. Um, so, yeah, sitting in the movie theater, sitting 10, 12 seats apart, you could actually do it, but it, I mean, you could do that at home. So to me, that doesn't feel like 
uh, going to the movies, going to the movies is kind of an experience, man. And I think you haven't been to the movies in such a long time. You have forgotten that because I honestly believe, I, and I, and you and I talked about this. I don't think, I think my last screening might have either been at the very beginning of March. I know you and I were together at a movie in late February uh, watching a movie. It's been a long time, bro, being in a theater, man. And being in a theater, um, you know, you've watched movies like, um, uh, what was the, the Soderbergh movie? Was it Contagion? When you had the scene in there where the guy's in the movie and he coughs and you see like the, the germ float through the, the air. Man, that's a real thing. And, you know, I've talked to some critics who I'm not going to name who basically shared with me simply, I'm not dying for a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> I can wait until y'all get y'all stuff back together. So personally, I would be surprised if we go back and watch any movies before the end of this year in, in 2020. I don't think we will have a, another film screening until 2021 that people will feel confident enough to go to. I think, I think the thing that everybody is waiting for will be the, the, um, the, the antibody, not the antibody, the, 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 you know, the thing, the, the, the vaccine. Vaccine. There you go. Right. Everybody's waiting on a vaccine. So, you know, our, our, our fearless leader says the end of the year. Some other people say into the next year. So, I mean, that's really when everything will really get back to the new normal and, and instead of this this normal. But uh, I, I don't disagree. I don't I, I you know, for all his bluster, I really don't think the tenant is going to release this movie. I really don't think the D.C. is going to release the movie because it, it, it's like financial suicide to release a movie when people can't go see it. Um, and that's one of the things that's happening now is uh, they've released world trolls world tour was released on video and made over a hundred million dollars. And so the, the new normal is maybe we don't need to have movie theaters anymore. And that's where AMC has gotten into this problem where uh, if you're not going to release, you're going to release it on video at the same time as a theater. What do you, we don't, we're not going to show your movies. So now Universal is, is in this uproar with not just AMC, but with the, the, the um, NATO, uh, the North American Treaty Theater owners, and that they can't, they can't show a movie at the same time in the theaters as it's being released, but that may be the new normal. I mean, that may be where we're going from here on out. And it could be a, a death knell. We already seen, like you said, the Uptown's gone. Um, AMC is in financial peril. Um, who, who else is out there that uh, it may just be the end of theaters the way we know them. Well, you know, it's funny because, you know, before we came on, I told you I was watching, I am not your Negro. And I saw, uh, that movement from the 1960s, and I guess from this, from the time that Raoul Peck made this film, Ferguson was the was the was the hot button issue of the day, and you saw a lot of. Uh, matter of fact, I put it to you this way: it was very reminiscent watching the scenes out of Ferguson and watching the scenes that are going on right now, and how you had the public apologies by a lot of officials about the police. Uh, inactions and the police brutality and things of that nature. And I am a student of history. I always look at history to inform us. And right now we're living 
or having threads of three different historical time periods all simultaneously going on right now. So we got a little 1918, well, a lot of 1918 with the pandemic, which harkens back to the Spanish flu of that period. We also have some 1929 going on because of the economic downturn with, with almost 40 million people out of work. And then we got a little 1968 sprinkled in there with, you know, president law and order. So we are dealing with something that by virtue that you could study history for any of these points. We know that in 1918, that pandemic then lasted from January of 1918 to December of 1920, which gave us the Harlem Renaissance and the Roaring Twenties and Prohibition and all that. So we know that the country bounced back. We also know that after the Great Depression, which kicked off in 1929 and lasted through FDR, about five years with FDR coming in with the New Deal and things of that nature in the mid-30s, that the country was able to semi-bounce back. And then 1968, when Richard Nixon uh, ran for president and dethroned Lyndon B. Johnson, uh, which, of course, gave us Watergate (laughs) a little later on, but that's a different show. So the country has been here before, Charles. We've, We've gone through trials and tribulations. We've gone through some hard moments. Uh, hell, if you go back a hundred and I don't know, I'm not doing the math. One hundred and fifty some odd years, we were at the Civil War here in this country, man. So uh, we will survive. It's just a matter of what it looks like on the other side, with what that evolution it looks like, or this new. I, I hate to use the phrase a new world order, but when when it comes back, it's gonna look a lot different than it looks now. And we've gotta we've gotta be able to adapt. So us being on the call right now and this Zoom call is a part of us adapting. Um last time I checked our studios at DC radio, uh were supposed to be available on the eighth of June, but right. I think they pushed it back again. Mm-hmm. And kudos to DC Mayor Muriel Bowser who wanted to send a signal to the federal government uh, of, of the president who wanted to, let me do my imitation real quick. <laughs> who wanted to uh, tear gas, flash bomb, and uh, what's the other thing that they did to him uh, the, to, to clear the way for him oh, to go what do you know? Oh, I'm sorry. I had somebody in the, in the tear gas them and hel- had helicopters overhead just so he could he could uh, have a photo op. So what was Muriel Bowser's response? I don't know. I'm mayor of the city. Just go out there and spray paint uh, that Black old road. Black Lives Matter. And we will rename it Black Lives Matter Boulevard. Plaza. I think it's Plaza. So not- I'm gonna I'm gonna go down to Black Lives Matters Plaza a little late on because I just want to lay in the street, take some pictures, click click click. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have somebody up on the on the on the camera from up yeah. on top of the buildings take a picture of you on Black Lives Matter way. Somebody uh, said somebody somebody wrote on social media. Is that permanent? Uh, it's spray painted in the middle of the street. Pretty much. <laughs> Anything that they mark the roads with, the, the lines on the roads. So it's there. It's going to be there. Watch this. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, all right. We got about 12 minutes to go. 
All right, Charles. So I'm going to shift the conversation. We're going to talk about the new reality in film, which is our streaming. And after three months of watching streaming movies, I'm just going to keep it as real with you as possible because that's what we do here. Um, there was a movie, which I'm, I'm not going to give you the title of, but a, 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 somebody contacted me from Netflix. So that's kind of a, well, actually it wasn't from Netflix. It was, it was a non-Netflix movie. So I basically have blown it. I'm talking about the high note. Anyway, <laughs> somebody, the uh, rep called me up and said, um, what you think about the high note? I said, and I quote, it's the perfect pandemic movie. If this movie was released in a theater during the summer movie season, nobody would have saw that movie. But by virtue that we are, yeah, as a captive audience, it's the perfect pandemic movie. But Charles, man, over the course of the time that we've been home and we talk about movies that cater or, or feature African-Americans or people who are black, uh, man, black is black AF, because I'm not going to say what it is. Black AF. Well, that's the name uh, of the show. Self-made. Uh, the, 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 what, what's her name? The, the, the hair woman. Madam Tussauds. Madam uh, C.J. Walker story. C.J. Walker. Yeah. Uh, uncorked. Black. Uh, uh, lady, uh, what was it called? Uh, the East Lovebirds, Lovebirds. Yeah, 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 Lovebirds. Um, I'm trying to think what else has been out. I mean, uh, what was that movie? Uh, the photograph. Oh, Coffee and Kareem. All came out in. That photograph came out of theaters. I'm talking about all the stuff we've seen on streaming services. Yeah, yeah. What was the one? Uh, all from Robert Joe Robert Cole. All day and the night. All huh? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to keep it real and tell you, man, a lot of these movies have been bad. Coffee and Kareem possibly is the worst. That, Taraji P. Henson was in that movie, and I thought about you. I said, boy, you better be lucky we're not doing Keeping It Real with Film Gordon right now, because if I had to review that one, woo! Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't... Anytime you cast Ed Helms and, and Taraji P. Henson is love interest. Already there's conflict. It doesn't even make any sense. They act like they didn't want to be in a room together. Um, the little boy just got on my nerves. He needed somebody to give him a, a, a swift spanking in the, in the rear. If you old school, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The movie was not good at all. Lovebirds, similar concerns about that one. That, the chemistry in that one just didn't even make a lot of sense to me. I'm like, yikes. Um, you've heard my thoughts about, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross and, uh, who, and Kelvin Harrison Jr. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, wait. I thought it was great. I was going to say, Kelvin Harrison did a great there. job in that movie. He was great in that film. He's the, he's the best thing in it. Um, Madam C.J. Walker's story, which I gave a B to until I understood that the real story was Annie Malone. I was incensed. Uh, I went back and looked. And it did. I guess it was in the title, you know, self-made, inspired <laughs> by the life of Madam C.J. Walker. Inspired. inspired. Yeah. So that would be like them making a Charles Kirkland movie. And it was inspired. And Charles would be, I don't know, um, an astronaut who became president of the United States. I'm not saying you not, that's, that's not something you could aspire to be or something that you could have done. But that's not who you are, brother. That's not who you are. 
So, no. Charles, what have, what, have, what have been your highlights and lowlights? I told you my highlight, I believe Uncorked, honestly, might be the best film that has come out of that lot. And it's not great, but it's probably, from start to finish, probably the best one of the ones we've, we've mentioned so far. I find myself at times like these looking to things that have come in the past because (laughs) (laughs) it's a look, we talked uh, gloriously about how last year was a wonderful year for black cinema. Um, I don't know if it's the pandemic. I don't know if whatever it is, but if these, like you said, if these movies came out in the theaters, it would have been a bad year for black cinema. (laughs) This is not a good rebound year for, for us. Uh, I, I, I had the similar things about the high note that the, the, technically even the movie was terrible. I, the, the, I, but again, Kelvin Harrison was wonderful in the movie. I, 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 and I continue to be impressed by the work that he does. Everything he does seems, it seems to be gold. Well, but, I, I have two thoughts, man, because, you know, you scared me when you first started off. You said, you know, when I find myself, I thought you were going to go Beatles on me. When I find myself in times of trouble, <laughs> mother man. <laughs> so that was number one. Number two, you said, man, I go back to last year. We had such high hopes. I was thinking SOS. High hopes. <laughs> we had high hopes, man. <laughs> and look, you did have high hopes because, there was a slate of movies that were coming out. If they would have come out in the theaters, we wouldn't be having these conversations. Now, you got to remember that streaming services are there to be supportive of the, of the studio or, or, the, or, or, or the experience in a movie theater. It's a support. It is not supposed to be your primary, and we're finding out now. And Spike Lee's The Five Bloods will be back next weekend to talk about that one. I have high hopes and I find it hard to believe that Spike Lee will let me down. But every time I think that Spike won't let me down, I think of movies like, um, what was the one with Clark Peters uh, that I think is the absolute worst Spike Lee movie? Oh, Red Hook Summer. Yeah. Or I think about um, the one that came after that, uh, that he tried to remake uh, Thomasine and Bushrod, the one about the the, the guy who's a vampire. I mean, yeah. that that wasn't good. And then, yeah, no, and, and I and I know Kevin Wilmot is going to hear this. I was not a good uh, a fan of Chirac. That movie didn't work for me either. I, I, I look. I, at least I told the co-writer, who's my friend, like, "Yo, bro." Um, you know, I, I thought he had it was ambitious and it had a you know a, a, an interesting premise to it, but mm. so yes, yeah, Spike Lee could let me down. Now the Five Bloods trailer looks great. You know, he's well, Spike is going to come back after he's going to come back after Black Klansman. I mean, there are reasons to be optimistic. It is Spike Lee. Spike Tim, Lee. Tim Gordon. Tim Gordon. I'm just saying, it's Spike Lee. As part of the film society, we used to have a, a show we do twice a year we co- called Coming Attractions. <laughs> and we watch trailers and we would talk about, oh, this is a great trailer. This is a great trailer. And everybody loves trailers for movies that were terrible, terrible. So you can get a great trailer and have a terrible movie. Speaking of great trailers, have you seen the trailer yet for the upcoming July Netflix released The Old Guard with Charlize Theron and Kiki Lane from uh, no. Beale Street Can Talk. No. Great trailer. They gave out Oscars for trailers. 
that's a great trailer. I find it hard to believe that movie's going to be that good because I, what I believe is going to happen is they put all the best stuff. I have, a, I have a name for this phenomenon. I call it, there, there was a movie that came out in 1970s when I was a kid, i never forget it, called Good Guys Wear Black. And it, it was starred Chuck Norris, and there was a famous scene where a car was coming and Chuck jumped up, threw a kick, through the car window, and everybody was like, "Woo!" That was the best scene in the movie. That movie was terrible. It was terrible. There's an even worse phenomenon nowadays is where they show you things in a trailer that don't happen in the movie. Don't even happen in the movie. I've seen that. I'm like, I I went back and went, where was that at in the movie? (laughs) (laughs) You're right. It doesn't even make the movie. That's even worse. That's like bait and switch. Exactly. Then there's a phenomenon with that, which I call the dark night. I never forget. I, I think I told you the story on air that I was so hyped before the Dark Knight was released that I was on the phone with the Warner Brothers rep three or four months before the movie came out, and she was like, "Oh man, you've never seen anything." So she's hyping it up. Warner Brothers released twelve trailers for the Dark Knight, twelve, hmm. and I go back to this day and watch them, and they just chopped up scenes, which all of them made the movie. But it told you nothing about the movie. And I thought Warner Brothers in that campaign for The Dark Knight, that was the best series or usage of trailers. And more films need to be that way instead of so many times you and I go to the movies and it's like, oh, don't got to go watch that movie. Thanks. It was a good <laughs> thank you trailer for the whole movie. That in, in order for them to do that, it had to be a really good movie for them to take that many scenes out of it to make you say, I don't know what the movie is, but no, no, I- no, no, I'm not talking about that, Charles. I'm talking about the phenomenon when they show you so much, you feel like you watch oh, yeah. the movie. You're like, dude, thanks. <laughs> you put everything in. Here's some spoilers. Here's everything in your trailer. My, my, buddy, my buddy, Mike Bryant, when he watches, he, you know, sometimes they release the second, third trailer for a movie. He, he stops at the, at the first one. He says, after I've seen the first one, I don't need to know anything else because they're going to end up telling me too much and not, it's going to spoil the whole movie for me. All right, Chuck. So we got about 90 seconds left, man. Um, this is kind of fun, man. You know, we get together. You can sit in your library with Pepe Le Pew over your head. Now, now the thing is interesting. If you don't look too close, it looks like it's a sword. I thought it was like an Islamic thing you had happening until you pulled your head back and I could see Pepe. So that was pretty good, man. So you got any thoughts, man, before we close out uh, the first episode of The Big Show in 90 days? Um, no, I don't have anything. I, this has been really fun. Let's see if we can keep this up. Man, I think we should be doing about four or five of these a week. But that's just me. Yeah, <laughs> the bottom me. half of the screen will be empty. <laughs> That's cold, man. That's cold. All right, bro. Well, as we tell people every week, man, who, who used to listen to us in the olden days, uh, I would say see something good at the movies, man, but I don't know. You got to, you, you got to find some old school. Uh, yeah, we should just recommend movies to people, man, from now on. Um, but yeah, Charles, man, it's been a pleasure, brother. Uh, until next time, man, let's keep it going, man. I mean, you know, I don't know when we going back to the old guard. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So we might as well just keep it going, brother. We're keeping it real, keeping it live. All right, sir. You take care, man. Enjoy your weekend. You too. All right.
Cause baby I got more love to give Every time I'm broken inside I won't be deaf I am everything I need We've been with a Been sleepless nights on wet pillows I feel like I got vertigo them willows Alone we come in this world and alone we will leave I ain't gonna waste my time being attached to nobody Cause baby I got more love to give every time I'm Not waste time fronting for a friendsless. Can I get a witness? Life shit, I need a white towel. So many IOUs, I don't like vows. I guess the raw come from broken lifestyles. Drive like a tester, cause I feel the exhaust from politicians passing laws with no care about the cost. And I still gotta go and pay the taxes. 
Grinding for democracy with hypocrisy tactics. Uh, keep it a hundred. When we need it, they get reluctant. Cleaning our community, never been in the budget. Though it seems the American dream is a nine to five. Please, got a bachelor's degree and I feel deprived. Uh, graduated, miseducated. That's not the mission. Systematic oppression, up the pressure like hypertension. Trying to fight the system. Nowadays, y'all don't like to listen. We thrive on the lies that we hide to survive. See, this the life. Cash rules everything, we still gotta fight for our rights. I know too many people had their nights. Every time I see the news, I see it's dying. See the colors of our nation, God is blinded. Still, too many nights getting ruined by the sirens. Still, nights getting ruined by the sirens. Thought I said it before, but I guess I reflect Take my life and get a check, tell me what you protect Neglecting my human rights, how they ask for respect So when you young black in America know what to expect For them sure ain't understanding, I expect undertones We make our own, then they make bank, making our clones Like iPhones when they shoot it, the originals dead Cause it sends a blue message when they leave you on red It's blood in the streets and it ain't from what cuz did It's from what the fuzz did, the city corrupted Got off with no proof, for reasonable doubt to shoot They was praying on my nigga while praying for them Roof. This is truth, you don't see it, I don't know how to explain I'm just keeping it honest while they keeping us tame Cause they don't treat us the same Break down what they can't contain Want us to fly but we stay in the cage See we slaves to the rhythm with the power to change So we don't, but until we break chains, stay low Wise men who lost his soul once said drop slow Keep the hazard lights on when you see them hoes Rope the sirens Just a little things they take away from me like it ain't a problem Cause you like your chin that don't make you free A piece of my heart that come back A piece of my heart that come back A piece of my heart that come back It's the little things they take away from me Just cause you like your chain that don't make you free A piece of my heart that come back On the TV screen, that's what made us Understand we from greatness Kings and queens that was taken Generations was hated Still paved the way and they made it So their children can be kids Oppression free Look how we learn to live on loyalty So I don't rap for royalties Nah, I do it for mines Brown in the Bivens, they gave
gave me a vision, my ethic is excellent Got it from Essex, God is my witness, you gotta respect it From humble beginnings through heartache and pain Trouble and hardship that we overcame Not enough try to explain why I never change Just know that I can't quit talking big shit I ain't no killer, but I split you for my bros I swear your girl don't love you, but she can't tell you when you wrong And watch you grow, gave this drummer tenfold Do this for my kinfolk, even when the wind's low Family matters and that's how God, my mom and pops I can't stop to smell no roses Till life is golden I should be better with my phone Just had to let you know that in my lowest moments You kept me going I ain't got no friends, just family And I keep a small circle like my granny You kept me going How you snap a brick if it click still talking How you run the world if your team just walking We back to back like dark and tan And you know we Everybody need a village Facts. Teamwork make the dream work Yes, everybody need the feeling Facts. Or lifting up to new ceilings 24 years in the game And blessed to say that I'm killing So I cannot sit here and lie Say support and love don't mean a thing It's evident my sentiments exactly Me and Miles be back to back Like Shaq and Penny That's factuals, no fallacies no Mom and pop, that's real love Little bro, that's real love Baby girl, my true love She hold me down like baggy jeans She's everything Everything more than enough Therefore you at your weakest ones that help to build you up At your strongest right beside you to ensure you standing tough And though life can be a drag, make it easy when it's rough Family matters And that's how God, my mom and pops I can't stop the smell of roses till life is golden I should be better with my phone Just had to let you know that in my lowest moments You kept me going Kept me going. Now when the MCs came to live out the name and to get you perform some hay, some cocaine, to act the same, to provoke big rock it all. Now all to the mental planes to spark the brain with the building to be born. Boy, you sharp, boy. Look at the face on you, boy. Ooh, boy, you look with swords on your head, boy. Yeah. Wait, thinking like back in the days yeah. when wolf face, yeah. suit tight caps, yeah. just trying to catch away, trying to catch away, trying to catch away. Thinking like back in the days when wolf face, suit tight caps, just trying to catch away, trying to catch away. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hey, the 
MCs came to live out their name Inscribed in the halls and the walls of fame Balancing life, wrote both the yin and yang Hands buried a man and they raised the son Lorraine That's a play on words, they say herb ain't all the same Slaves in prison and they some unchained While everybody in my gang a star DJ Prame Screaming through the sunroof, money still ain't a thing While I'm spinning small bank, asking where's my change Carpool with the homies, saving gas in my tank I think like a billionaire, I spend less than I make Strong-minded, I should bench way more than my weight Women been leading the way Since Roxanne Shantae and the unit have flavor And Jay had Marcy neighbors that wave Looking confused, I'm like, cool, maybe it's age When I see Afro puffs, I think maybe it's rage Maybe it's stage, they tripping and they say they got beef Ain't an MC on this earth that make me feel afraid Wu-Tang for the children, that's a scripture and phrase See my goals from a bird's view like Trey, underage When I'm so off the radar, it's very hard to find me In space, they selfie with the earth behind me You follow the leader, the track is off the meter A lot of rappers weak, low frequency in the tweeters Very inaudible, clock radio speakers Quietly whispering is a world of wiki leakers Forget the guardianness, my method is nauseant Transferring ideas into the brains of the audience The street poet gave the special art form of global reach You earn your ears in your heart by giving a local speech We even wonder what words is potent as a sorcery Not witchcraft, but a list of terms in the glossary Well-written rap, bound to have a great impact On a listener, for the fact, it's well intact An MC should electrify, beautify, strive to Empower, inspire, transform a worldview Back in the days yeah. when took it will fade yeah. Silk tie caps yeah. just trying to get you wave Trying to get you wave Trying to get you wave Thinking like back in the days yeah. when took it will fade yeah. Silk tie caps just yeah. trying to get you wave Trying to get you wave Trying to get you wave Thinking like Yeah. 
should've been downtown The people are rising We thought it was a lockdown They opened the fire Them bullets was flying Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lie Oh my, time heals all but you out of time now Judge gotta watch us from the clock tower Lil' tear gas cleared the whole place out I'll be back with the hazmat for the next round We was trying to protest and the fires broke out Look out for the secret agents, they be planted in the crowd Set a civil unrest, but you sleep so sound Like you don't hear the screams when we catching beat down Stand quiet when they killing, but you speak loud when we ride Got opinions coming from a place of privilege Sicker than the COVID, how they did them on the ground Speaking of the COVID, is it still going around? Oh, won't you tell me about the looting, what's that really all about? Cause they throw away black lives like paper towels plus unemployment rate, what? 40 million now, killed a man in broad day, might never see a trial We just wanna break chains like slaves in the south Started in the north end, but we in the downtown Riot cops try to block, now we got a showdown Down You should've been downtown The people are rising We thought it was a lockdown They opened the fire The bullets was flying Who said it was a lockdown? Goddamn lies Would it be if 
Tell a story, ain't nobody buying. Look me in my eyes, don't that feel nice? Why should it end? Baby, I could've been, I could've been him or your friend. Just say what and when, where to make a trip, baby. Make a wish, be the one I'm with. Should've been a, should've, could've, would have been. Hey, yeah, I would have been. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.